Kom ons nie met ons sit plekke in. Ons sing een lied, kom ons gaan vir die kinders hande klap, en ons verdaag hulle, en hulle lyk so beautiful, Rijma. Net so vinnig, daak net een gedagte oor die song wat ons net gesing het. Die Bijbel sê, hy praat van die, die ouderling in die himmel, en die gerips, en hoe val hulle voor God neer. En dan bid hulle om, en sê hulle, heilig, heilig, heilig is die Heere God, wat jy my in aarde geskop. Ek weet het al gelees in die Bijbel. Om te dink, dat hulle sit en kyk die heel tyd op, en elke keer, wanneer hulle opkyk na God, toe sien hulle iets van God raak, wat hulle waardig vind om te aanbid. Tot in alle eeuwigheid. Dis nog voordat jy was, die oudste persoon wat jy is, is nie oud genoeg, so dat hulle opgehou aan bid het nie. En ek en jy sikkel soms, om een goeie ding van God dier die dag te sien. Wat het jy vanochtend om voor aan bid? En ek praat nie van die safte ding, as jy God nog steeds aan bid, vir iets wat hy tien jaar terug gedoen het, dan is jy nie vernieuwe in jou verwachting nie. Amen? Kan ek een amen kreeg? Amen. So die gevolg is, dit is daas iets wat gebeur, dat wanneer ek en jy besef, dat hy so waardig, hy is so awesome, hy is so goed. You're all together worthy. Amen, daai? You're all together. Daas die rechte stem. So die gevolg is, ek wil jou vraag, is daar iets van ochend in jou hart, wat God waardig vind, om net te aanbid? het vanochtend om te sê, jyre, yes, dankie, 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 jyre, vir dit het die vir my gesink op, dankie van dit wat jy ons gespaar het, die pes van die nacht, wat wou kom, dit wat gestrand in jou gesin wou kom, staan, dankie jyre, dat ons het nie gekry het, dankie jyre, dat jy ons deervat in die seisoen, dankie jyre, dat ons in die tyd, as mense luister nie nie, dan denk hulle oor die ouds, hulle denk jy is oorlog, hulle denk ons kiet bierman, skiet bierman al hier in Zuid-Afrika, ek kom in Amerika, dan praat ek met die ouds, en sê hulle vir my, are you guys still fine? Ons blij, ons rei, ons eet. God is faithful in every time, in every season. But we fail to praise him for his goodness and his loving kindness that endures not only for one day, but for a lifetime. Every lifetime, until this far, he has not failed me yet. Jy sien, so daarom sit ek en ek het een waardigheid in my hart om te sê, jyre, jy is waardig. Ek geef vir jy die posiesie, jyre, van aanbidding vanochtend, ek kies om jy te aanbid, ouwens, as jy weet waarvan hy jou gespaar het in die afgelopen 24 uur, sal jy nie kan stilstaan in die gebouw nie. As jy besef, die gedagtes wat hy vir jou het, is lewe en nie teespoed nie, maar ek wil jy teenoorgestelde, die gedagtes wat die vijand oor het, is verseker nie lewe nie. As jy besef wat jy in hom is, en wat jy in hom het, sal jy om baie harder aanbid, as wat ons het verochend, of nog ooit gedoen het. En ek wil jou motiveer in die season. Gaan staan op met die verwachting. Staan op met aanbidding en lofsang in jou hart. Om te sê, jyre, ek bring, I bring a sacrifice of praise. Weet jyre wat is a sacrifice of praise? It is when I come and praise him, if I don't feel like it. Dit kost my iets, dit is seer. Ek sê vir my vrou die ander dag, ek sê van, weet jyre wat, my opa het in adoratie, altyd sy knie gebuig voor as hy gebid het. Om Angus, die samsing as hy een dienst begin, en gaan sakke op sy knie, iets wat die ouwe mens in die gehad, hy het reverence gehad towards the Lord. En dit gaan nie oor die sien of die pijn, of die marteling daarvan nie. Dit gaan om te sê, jyre, al is ek tachtig, hierdie knie sal buig. So om te sê, jyre, al is het vir my hoeseer, al kan ek het vir een klein moment doen, kies ek om in die ongemak, in die pijn daarvan in te gaan, vir dit wat jy klaar vir my verdier het. Amen? 
Ik wil je uitdag, man. Ze bereis komt vanavond. Zak op je knie, langs je bed neer. En bid om van vanavond, want hij is waardig. Krijg je geleentheid, krijg je honger, te kweek weer een honger in ons, in ons gezin is harte. En dit is wat ik geloof die Heer bezig is om te doen in ons gezin. Ik geloof dit is wat die Heer bezig is in ons as een familie. Is werkelijk om ons in die seizoen in te vat waarin ons sal weet, we are beloved. We are the beloved of Christ. Amen. Ons is vijverd, highly vijverd. Ik wil willen sê, dis in die seizoen dat ik hierdie ouwens die liefste gekry het as nog ooit tevore. Amen. Waar een hart in my, en dan is ek, as ek die ook ouwens uitwees, ouwens, as ek van die ook ouwens of goals praat, is dit nie vir een oomlik, is dit nie vir een oomlik een benewe, kyk nie. I don't preach down to people. Ons praat op na mense toe. Jesus, kom na die wederwee en die weese, hy kom na die gebroke toe, en he preaches up to them. He who had no sin became sin, so that they who were sinners became sinless. That's me and you. We are sinless in the eyes of Christ. Amen. So, uh, vanochtend terwijl ons so vinnig, ek gaan een offergave opneem en, en luister na die skrifgedeelte in Psalm 126 vers 5, en ek af met die offergave net so vinnig recht kry. Hoekom neem ons een offergave op? Owens, dit is deel van ons tijdens saliger om te gee as om te ontvang. En ons skep een spasie daarvoor, as jy gemakkelijk voel om met EFT te betaal, as jy baie, baie welkom. Ons is in een moeilijke seizoen, so ek probeer so min as moendlik tyd hier aanspandeer. Ek geloof die Heere sit ons in een plek ook van ongemak. Wie weet dat God straf nie? So wanneer jy jouself in een plek krijg van ongemak, dan is het altyd dat die Heere praat om te, iets te doen, iets te skuif, iets te wil verbeter. Amen? En ek geloof nie, ek geloof nie dat, ek geloof die sien van die Heere maak vry en moeitevolle arbeid voeg niks daarby toe nie. So ek spandeer nie meer tyd op die area wat vir my meer belangrijk is in die fysische nie, ek kies om nie daarop te focus nie. Amen? Ek kies om meer eer te geen. So luister mooi, Psalm 126 vers 5 sê, Those who sow their tears as seed will reap a harvest with joyful shouts of glee. Those who sow their tears as seeds will reap a harvest with joyful shouts of glee. They may weep as they go out carrying their seed to sow, but they will return with a joyful laughter and a shouting with gladness as they bring back the arm loads of blessings and the harvest of overflowing. Amen. Hy sê, wanneer jy die saad bring, wat so frekenseer maak, en ouwens, dis vir ons is, in die tydperk wat ons het nie kan bekostig en nie kan doen, hierdie klein gemeente, saai ons onszelf leeg in die wat het heel waarschijnlijk volgens die wereldse standaard nie verdien nie. Maar ons kies om daar route te gaan en dan soek ek nie vanochtend enigszins daarvoor wil ek nie een beel geblaas hee, of enigszins een eer aan ons hee, of enig iets van die aard nie. Maar wat ek wel kan sê is, uit die pijnvolle saad wat ons op die oomlik uitzet, weet ek, dat die woord van God is waar en hy is nie mens dat hy sal jok nie. So wat doen ons? Ons doen, wanneer dit by jou taf gaan, dan sê jy, jyre, ek kies om vast te hou in beginsels, want ek weet, is een God of principle. Vanochtend het die son op sy tyd opgekom, vanochtend het jy precies dit gedoen, wat jy geonderneem het om te kom doen, sonder om het te kon, kon val, en ten spuite van die goedheid of die slechtheid, wat om ons aangaan, was jy nog steeds getrouw. Kan ek een kry? So daar is een beginsel, die bybel sê, bring jou volle tiende na die skathuis, so dat daar nie een tekort sal wees in die huis nie. 
En dat is wat ik geloof, ik motiveer ouders bij plek waar je aan bid, is die, die skathuis want je gaan. Je gaan, als je bij Wimpy gaan, dan betaal je bij Wimpy. Als je bij die speur gaan, dan betaal je bij die speur. So die plek waar je aan bid, daar wil je een ledemaat, is niet een lidmaat nie. Jy kan nie sê soos kerk lidmaatskap nie. Jy kan nie een papierkie vir my bring en bedank van die kerk nie. Dit is deel van die lichaam. Daar waar jy functional met ander woorde is, is die plek waar jy jou saad vat. Maak het sin? En die mense baie ouwens, ek het al gevraag of ouwens moet vraag, kan ek hulle papierkies, en ek denk jy harte is baie goed. Maar jy krijg nie een papierkie of een erkenning of iets is dit, en jy is in die lichaam. You imprinted, you so into Christ. Hy is so sold out op jou. Dankie Heer, ons verkoop jy my letters of indulgence nie. Nee, letters of? Wat is die briewe? Kan iemand my red? Wat? Nee, sê nie. Wat jy uit purgatory uitgekryd, wat is dit? Letters of? Halleluja, iemand kyk op die Google. Ok, so, in die beginsel van die saai en maai, was daar die wederwee gewees, en terwijl jy op een plek sit, varieer om van een stroom, waar hom voer met kraaie, die meest selfsichtigste dier in die natuur. Hij is een tyker. Varieer om, hy sit om by een plek neer, en hy laat tykers givers word. En dis wat ek bid, oor die seizoen, ek bid oor mense, dat ons die kruunuitse sal los, en sal begin verstaan, die, die, die waarheid van, van die beginsel van saai en maai. En hy skyf hom van die seizoen af, skyf hom in een stad in, nader aan waar sy probleme is. En daar stier hy wederwee, wat op pad is met de mentaliteit om dood te gaan, en hy sê vir hom, praat met daar, want sy gaan jou voer. Amen? Ek wil vir julle sê, hierdie is die seizoen van die wederwee, hierdie is die seizoen ouwens, Joosef, en die seizoen wat hy die minste kan doen, waar hy geen opportunity het om verder te gaan nie, hy het sy sieling getref as die hoogste positie in die tronk, Rig God om op na Faro's sy rechterhand toe. Dis God's grace, wie kan som in my stem? Yes, ouwens, ek wens ook in so excitement kom nie. As jy geparalyse is in jou finansies, met ander woorde, daar is een houvast of een vastdruk of een verlamming in die area, just walk out on the water. Praat nie van reckless nie, praat van loop uit en honor die Heere met die verwachting en die vertrouwen. Kom ons steek ons hande net aan ons overgave toe uit. Papa, vader, ons sê dank jyre, vir elke sal dank jyre dat jy dit vermenigvuldig. Jyre, dank jyre dat jy onderneem vir die wederwee in die wees is, dat jy elke rand, elke sent, dat jy dit kom vermenigvuldig, vader, volgens elkeense verwachting. Jyre, mag jy geloof vind in die gebouw en mense wat sê, Lord, we see the vision, we buy into the vision, and we chase after you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Um, so, halleluja. Um, okay, I'm going to spend some time in the, the word renewal and revival. So, the sermon that I have for this morning is my, is the, is my identity changer. I title it my identity changer. And listen here, there's something about, we've been asking the Lord, Lord, Bring revival into our midst. Who's been praying for revival? Is there anyone that's been praying for revival, trusting the Lord to revive things? I mean, revive, to revive something is very good. But I've heard the Lord speaking to me about a renewal that is coming. A renewal rather than revival. Not that any, it's exactly the same thing. But the Bible speaks more on the basis of renewal than revival. 
it spends more time in the fact that God wants to, to, to renew our thinking and our expectations so that we will meet up with Him in heavenly places. I'm going to read a few scriptures for you, out of um, two of them out of the Passion Translation. And Isaiah 40 verse 30 and 31 says the following. Even young people faint. Even young people faint and get exhausted. Athletic ones may stumble and fall. But those who wait for Jahweh's, Jahweh's grace will renew, experience divine strength. For, for those who has the ability, the Rerekumakin Passion Translation, the is that you more honest as all sing, and that all a verwachting yard, on the suge wound om die self skrif oor en oor te lees, dat het nie ons harte aanraak nie. Wie weet God is die God van die harte? I qualifies David, he qualifies David on the basis of his heart, not on his, on his length or on his muscle or anything else, but the fact that his heart is right in front of God. He has this expectation in front of God. Listen here, on Yahweh's grace will renew, experience divine strength. So the word renew there of, uh, is experienced divine strength. For die wat op die Heere wacht, krij nieuwe kracht. Amen? They will rise up on soaring wings and fly like eagles, run their race without growing weary, and walk through life without giving up. Man, this bless me. They will run their race. Send it for how long show you the race. You've got your own race that you are running. You are competing in your own race. They will run their race without growing weary. Man. I'm speaking to people during the week and they're about to commit suicide. I think to myself, you are so weary. Just spend time with the Lord. Just get to the Lord. Just, just, just allow the Holy Spirit to come and touch. And I know that's the least likely place we want to go, especially when we feel guilty. Amen? When Adam and Eve fell in the garden, they had this fleshly thing upon them that made them become self-aware instead of becoming aware of God's goodness and His loving kindness that was still meeting up with them in spite of the fact that they messed it up. Amen? And listen here, and walk through life without giving up. I want to tell you we're going to own this one. We're going to walk through life. We're not going to give up. We're not going to grow weary. We're not going to, and if you feel the opposite, then you need to do the if then you need to go to the place where you do spend time with God in His presence, where you allow Him to refresh you and renew you in a new way. Wie kort volgend kracht? Is daar iemand wat vir my kan volgend kan sê, Matthijs, ek kort, ek kort net kracht. Ek voel, ek voel doodmoeg. Ek voel moedeloos. Ek voel amper een swaarheid of een depressiviteit. Is there anyone who feels depressed this morning? Anyone? Amen. It's good. It's good to be honest. Remember, truth always sets us free. Amen. We are shy in today's times to recognize our shortfalls because we've got a fear of man and not an understanding of the grace of God. We, we, we'll rather sit with the disease and the sickness than come out and say, Lord, in truth I recognize, but I know you see the heart. You are the exposer of everything. You will come against anything that is busy removing me from your love. God hates anything that destroys you from your beloved identity between Him. 
He's out to get that. Listen to the second scripture. Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you. How's that? I want to tell you this morning, and I'm very unpopular for my statements. I want to tell you that God hates homosexuality, the sin of it. And he hates adultery, the sin of it. Amen? But he loves the person. He sold out on the person. And the thing is, in the day that we are going in, our children are falling for this homosexual spirit all around us. Because the church is failing to speak out against it. Whatever comes into the light, the darkness cannot overwhelm. Whatever we bring into the light, our, 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 our insecurities, our depression, whatever we bring into the light, the darkness will not be able to overcome it. And listen here, yeah? stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation. That word reformation is also through a total renewal. Be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit. How do we do that? It's a work done through the Holy Through the Holy Spirit. So how do we get to it? Through a total reformation, a renewal of how you think. How do we change our thinking? The Bible says that every gedachte, gevangene, and onderwerp het aan die wil van die Heere. So hoe vat jy gedachte gevangen? Jy kom tegen die gedachte van dit and you start submitting it to the will and to the presence of the Holy One. Amen? And many times, especially if we struggle in the area of the flesh, then we need accountability partners. Do you know that the early church was taught by Paul, one of the instructions he gave, he says, teach the one who steals to labor. What does it mean? Now this guy steals. That's how the church believes. This guy steals, so we won't allow him to come near us because he will steal our things. No, no. Paul says what you do is you do the following. Come here. He says you draw him close to you, and now you work side by side with him, and you give him the ability and you show him. So he will try to steal because his nature has not changed. But now you are teaching him the principle of laboring. Okay, he's still not So, in reality, the church is there to train people into godliness. It's not a, a, a fakeness, and it's not a, an opinion. If you're not wa- willing to walk side by side next to somebody in an area of their struggle, you better keep quiet. Amen? Because you might find yourself opposing God. So what is God asking the church? He's asking us to renew. And that's why I preached yes, um, the previous Sunday on love. Because the only way that we can change and get a love for somebody that is different or has different behavior than we have is to start loving them. And the only way you can love them is to go through the eyes of Christ. Is to say, Lord, let your agape love start flowing through me. Because if I realize what you have saved me from, it is easy to extend that same grace to someone else. Amen? But the fact that we get disappointed in people make us so pious that we are not willing to walk a road and love people through their process of pain and inner hurt. Amen?
Yes, like ek like dit as ek julle stil preek. Ek weet as julle stil raak, dan, dan krijg ek diep denkers. En as Erik my so die ster gee, Erik, jy ster weer volgend op jou. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in His eyes. How? Through your inner strength, which is the Holy Spirit, that helps you to think differently. If you can't deal with your stinking thinking, you won't overcome anything. Amen? You need to allow to be come into the light of those areas that, that you struggle with. Let's read the third scripture. So no wonder we don't give up. For even though our outer person gradually wears out, our inner being is renewed every single day. Hierdie, beat oil, oil delay, of, of delay, of wat ook al, wat nou sê, dat jy in die oos meer die oud aan is? Die ene. Ok, dis Botox, wat doen jy deze dag, wat sê niet sê? Hierdie beat enige Botox session by, by times 100, at least. Luister mooi. So no wonder we don't give up. Why? We don't give up. Guys, you, you can't ever come to the point where, we, where you give up. You don't surrender to evil. You stand up and you confront. As ons in a fight, verseker. You're in the fight of your life. But you have already overcome and conquered through Christ. So waar is ons strijd? Jy het nog steeds hierdie dood, hierdie vlees. Gaan jy nou hierdie toe uitreik? Not the heck. Jere, ek het nie saak met hom nie. That's not brotherly love. Know what the Lord is telling me in this season? Show me your works. Show me how you love the people. And I will show you how big your faith is. Show me your love. Reveal to me the action that you are taking on behalf because you are my feet and my hands. Can we quickly do a test this morning? An inward test. Is there anyone who wants to be usable by the Lord? Anyone? Okay, so for this fact, most of us want to be usable. So what are you doing? What are we doing? Amen? So what I believe in the season that we are in is that God is doing a supernatural renewal in our hearts. He's renewing us to that measure where we will become so Christ-like with a desire to chase after Him and Him alone. I believe that there's something so sweet happening in the presence of God that God is busy establishing the church into new heights that we've not seen because it's always been from glory to glory. Amen? There's an expectancy in me that God will establish our feet in this season to, to experience something about His love that we've never felt and in such a way and measure that we will be able to extend it. Ons, wat probeer ek sê, ek glo diep binnen my, dat die liefde van Jesus is bezig om ons harte weer te konker. Ek weet nie van julle nie, ek, ek voel hierdie week, ons rijd dan na, in, in, in die weeskop, en um, ons is by Eddie en Linda gewees, ons het bykie by hulle gaan keir, en ek rijd in die weeskop, nationale park in, of iets soos dit, en ek rijd dier hierdie droe stuk in die begin, met hierdie um, kanabos en kankerbos, en ek weet nie wat sy goed is, alles hier en daar, sy blommie, hier is nou blommie seisoen in die kaap, En ek sê vir my vrou, Walter, wat ons die klomp seens nie by ons het nie? Kom ons gaan kyk, ons het een ochend oop gehad, wat, wat ons nie, wat Eddie hulle by die, hulle ouwers by die dokter moes gehad het, en um, ons het in die ochend oop om te gaan iets doen. En ek sê vir Walter, hier is my deal. Ek sê, jou kans om te gaan blomme kyk met my drie seens, is nul. Ek sê, so nou dat ons die geleentheid het, jylle is twee goals tegen een, ek sal surrender in die ene, kom ons gaan kyk blomme. 
Nou denk ek myself, heren, van een vijver, weet jy waarvoor laat jy jezelf in? En nou rai ons in hierdie, in hierdie stuk in, en in die begin, daar is geen dieren nie, het twee volstruis en drie donkies, of zebra, of wat ook al die was. En ons rai in hierdie stuk in, waar al hier en daar is, daar is patches van blommiekies, wat mooi is, en ek dog myself, jy sê, is dit nou die hele dag so gaan wees, hierdie gaan verskrikkelijke lang ochend wees. En ons kom op die achterste gedeelte by die park, vir die wat deerdruk, die Bijbel sê gelaasheer, sê, is moet nie moe graak om goed te doen, want op die rechte tijd sal God vir jou die deurbrak gee. Ons kom op die achterste stink, en toe is die achterste stik van die paar, kom, toe sien jy die droe velde, wat eeuwenskielik leven gekry dier die genade van God. There's life in it. We experience the life of God in this area where you've got these flowers blooming everywhere. And I realize the goodness and the kindness of God, how he has just skated it to bless me. Hy het geweet vooraf, ek gaan op die stadium daar kom voorbij kom. En dit het vir my so mooi, ons vang hy dag perfect, die son skyn, ons is voorbij preekstoel, die son skyn, en jy sien al die duisende en miljoene, biljoene blommiekies daar op die berge, pers, geel, oranja, so snaakse geel. Ons rui op een stuk waar daar vir kilometers lang lelies is, wat net daar staan, ek weet nie, die vark oore en, en, en lelies, en ek soos jy sê, dis so, so special. En hier krijg die heren ou wat in sy leven, ek het al vir Willem uitgehaal, hy is een birdwatcher, ons gaan wildtuin toe, dan ken hy elke voel wat in die dierentuin is. As ek sê, dude, ons soek lews. Ons is blauwbille. Ons soek lews. Wie kyk na voels, is dan nie. Ek en, hy krijg my ek sê, ek deest as ek praat, dan praat ek oor sekere voels. So, daar is excitement oor, oor Godse sy goedheid op kleingoed. En weet jy wat, ek sê vir my vrou, toe wij ons daar, daar weg, ek sê, ek is so dankbaar vir dit wat daar gebeur het, want Ek sou ontneem geword het van iets wat God werkelijk vir my wou wees. Ons is in Matthies 21 vers 28. And Jesus said to his critics, Tell me what do you think of this parable? And he's putting a parable in front of them. There once was a man with two sons. The father came to the first and said, Son, I want you to go and work in the vineyard today. So the father comes to the son and he tells the son, I want you to go and work in the vineyard today. I want to tell you, for the father, the vineyard is very important. Just tell the guy next to you, God's vineyard is so important to him. And he calls the sons into the vineyard. He calls his beloved in songs of songs into the vineyard. He says, that's where you'll find me. For of us, he says, he was more preaching on the streets to the broken and hurt than sitting the whole day in the temple. So listen here, he said, I want you to go and work in the vineyard today. The son replied, I'd rather not, but afterwards he deeply regretted what he said to his father, changed his mind, and decided to go to the vineyard. So we see the son saying, I'm not willing to go. His words, is saying one thing, but his action reveals something else. The father approached the second son and said the same thing to him. The son replied, Father, I will go and do as you said. Here is ek gebruik my, but he never did. And he, he didn't go into the vineyard. Tell me now, which of these two sons did the will of his father? What is the will of the father? It's for someone to go into the vineyard. Which of these two sons did the will of the father? And the man replied, the first one. And Jesus said, you're right. You are right. Why? 
Ek of jy sê, jy kan die Heere prijs met jou lippe, but if your heart is removed from his work, you can speak of everything you've done, and you are just still a Pharisee, or you can come into a place where you say, Lord, I'm not only going to praise you with my lips, but I'm going to put action behind it. Woord in oxy. You know what my desire is, for not only for our church, but for the global church in this season? It's for this church to stand up, to arise to the occasion, to believe that we are the answer to every sickness and disease. For every issue out there, the word of Christ is still relevant because the church has become so irrelevant in this season and we need to take back our positioning in Christ. It is our season, amen? And hear what, what he says. Um, the first one, and Jesus said, you are right. For many sinners, tax collectors, prostitutes are going to God's kingdom realm ahead of you. He's speaking to the Pharisees. Hy sê, Owens, kerk Owens, hy is Owens wat vanochtend die voorste, die wat eerste is, sal laaste wees, en die wat laaste sal eerste, hy is vanochtend Owens, wat ons mag dink dit nie gaan maak nie, of nie gaan haal nie, wat klaar die koninkrijk van God proactief is. Amen. Ek wil vir jou sê, Mpo, ek weet nie of hy, he's not here this morning, where's Mpo? Waar vir my Mpo? He's more proactive in the kingdom of God than any other one person I know in the church. He's preaching to those on the street and last, and every now and then I'll get a call, Pastoor, gaan nie nog iemand in Aken vat? That guy's stretching my faith all the time. I mean, let's give him a hand. And the reason for that is because he has seen much he's been forgiven, much he's been loved. I've seen so many of the, our sons that's gone through the program that God has raised up and has done a mighty work in their lives. Now I want to tell you this thing. I was a sinner. I'm not a sinner anymore. God doesn't measure me on the basis of what I do, but who I am in Christ is the way that he sees me through. And he's making this telling. He says, you are right. For many sinners, tax collectors, prostitutes are going into the kingdom realm ahead of you. John came to show you the path of righteousness. What was the path of righteousness? This is the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. So John the Baptist came and he declared, and the Pharisees did not repent and believe. They were rather looking who was there and pay, not paying their taxes at the temple because they were going to scrutinize these people for not paying taxes. Now they're thinking to themselves, why are these people there? They were, they were pirates in the kingdom of God. And saddened to say the kingdom of God again is being pirated by so many people that's after people's monies and not after families. And it's a shameful thing in this season. I want to tell you, I want to see the church proactive, giving its everything because God is the provider of the church. He's the lover of our soul. He's the one who's out there and he's there ready to meet us. I want to tell you, if you go to Dr. Mark's surgery room, or his prayer kamer, and you can sit the whole freaking day there, and you bid, but the 20th ouwe moet die ouwens begin reageer. I promise you, if you've got an eager expectation do you think that everything just happens with the first time you pray? And now here and there, when I am in a position where I word wat ek net kan bid, and it gebeur nie nou ek op om te bid, because we lose faith, because we don't continually believe and trust that He is faithful to sustain His word. I want to tell you in this season, myself and my wife, beyond the place of comfortability, 
We are saying, Lord, this is our season of sowing. Why? Because I expect a mighty harvest in the one to come. And to have a mighty harvest, you, in die reenseisoen, dan bou jy damwalle. Enige boer gaan het vir jou sê. Jy bou nie damwalle as het reen nie. You put things in place now. This is the season to get your house in order. This difficult time is the season for the, for the greatest marriage that you've ever seen. It's the season for the most godly people to arise. I'm not speaking about works. It includes works. I'm speaking about people standing up and understanding what they are in Christ Jesus. Amen. Yet the despised and the outcast believed in him, but you did not. That's the Pharisees. When you saw them turn, you neither repented of your ways nor believed in his words. When you saw the people repenting, coming in, the broken coming in, you didn't repent from your ways. The Bible said the devil ken the word and I said it. The devil knows the word and he said it. With other words, he, 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 he recognized the word. Remember the word is Jesus. He recognized the word. He's not into the written word. He recognized the presence of God. And he said this, but he will not change. He's so arrogant that he would not change. You know what the Lord, what the Lord asked me the other day? He said to me, is your nature still so arrogant and stubborn that you cannot change? Arki no se farki. I said to the Lord, Lord, change me. I want to walk in front, crying, weeping, and declaring your goodness of how you are changing us. The next passage. Are you tired, worn out, burnt out on religion? Isn't that a, a brilliant statement? Can I read it again? Are you tired, worn out, burnt out on religion? It's Jesus speaking. Kom na my toe, allemaal wat moe genoor laas. Dis hier die skrifgedeelte. Hoor is dit in die Passion Translation? Are you tired? Are you worn out? Met ander woorde, wie het al gesien, hy hem wat al so deurgeloop is, hy broek wat hier tussen jou bene stik en draak. Ok? Daar beteken hy met gewicht verloor. Burnt out on religion. Amen? Burnt out on religion. Your performance based. I want to tell you that performance based um, Christianity does not put you in a place of relationship it does not fill and the reason why I can say it is because I've been part of that system it kills you I, I hate that system I hate that system of religion where we come with these approaches and trying to please God but we are not catching his heart listen what he's saying come to me get away with me and you'll recover your life who needs to recover their life? Is there anyone? Is it only me? I need to recover my life. I'm saying to the Lord, Lord, I, I want to be recovered. I want to, to, to be retaken by you. I want to be possessed totally by you. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Can I tell you something? I was preaching for so many years already and I struggled to rest. Even going into this quarantine system, when my baby daughter drowned, I was busy performing, feeling guilty to sit at home. Is there anyone else who can relate? I was sitting afterwards and I felt so guilty. Because I said to myself, I can't even go into rest. I always feel I need to do something because I need to earn my wages. I was a servant in the kingdom of God. And not understanding that he's called me to be a son. 
I was so broken in the state of brokenness that I could not accept His goodness and His loving kindness towards me. And because of my, my passion and my desire to try and be so pleasing, it was at the cost of our, our loved ones. We are losing our loved ones because we are performance-based and not asking God to really work our hearts. I will recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. I've been doing it the way that pastors has been doing it all these years. I was beholding them and looking so closely to see what the magic recipe, who had the Coke recipe. And I would base it on revivals of the past where God put his hand on a place and then the people will become so great and he will pull away and the system will kill the people. Go look at Brownsville. One of the greatest revivals in our time happened there a few years ago. There's nothing left of it. Now I'm a Brownsville fan. I can tell you there's nothing left of that revival. Why did it not continue? Because it was not renewal. It was one person of an experience and everyone followed his experience and would not walk with Jesus on their journey to experience renewal. And it became so toxic in the church. Man, I said to the Lord the other day, I said, Lord, even if, if, if we do this with 10 people, Father, come and meet up with us. Come and meet up with us. It's not about how many people we sit in church, how much money we take up. That does not determine if we are being obedient. I can tell you, for once in my life, our bank, our bank might, might not reflect what is truly going on in the, in the kingdom or in the church at this state. But I can tell you that God is so pleasing and acceptable with us in this season. I feel His love upon me. I said to my wife, I will not give this up. I'll rather give up everything I own in finding this, this one pool or this one field that is of more value than anything else in my life. I'll follow that. And I, wanna, I want Him to consume me. You know, the desire in my heart is not to come and stand and preach. It's to stand and teach the goodness and the love of Christ. Listen to this. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. Was Werner? Was Werner? Spring op die drom hou. Speel net vir ons het lekker rhythm of grace. Hoor net hierdie, hierdie beat. Jy moet dit net vinniger doen as jy dit nou doen. Anders kan ek hier preek nie. <laughs> Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. met so'n profetiese drom. Maak jou oor toe daar waar jy sit, waarom net?
Let's just give him a hand. Just for a second. If I should call Mpo, where's Given? Is he here? If I should call any of my dog guys to the front, and I call three white guys and three dog guys to the side, you'll see in Africa, one of the, the instruments that they do know is the drums. They've got a rhythm. Amen? Yeah. They say white man can't dance. Okay? Ons kan saki. Okay? Jy moet glei. Jy moet so vloeiend, ons is die rol skryf. Ons ken nie van die wat hulle doen nie. Okay? I brought, listen here, learn the unforced rhythms of my grace. Weet jylle wat gebeur in my hart as ek stil raak? Ek sê, jyre, sla die drom in my hart. Beweeg weer my gees. Laat ek leer om te be, die rechte woord is stay in step with the spirit. Gaan het nou vir jylle wees. Is to learn how to stay in that rhythm and the beat that God is beating. To stay in that place where you catch his move and you are not stepping on his toes. You are flowing together. Because there where there is unity, God demands a blessing. Luister mooi. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. That's God speaking. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Is dit nie mooi nie? Keep company with me. I will learn. I will teach you. I will, I will instruct you to live freely and lightly. This isn't the message translation. You're welcome to go and look it up. Luke 15. Turning to his servants, the father said, Quick, bring me the best robe. Remember, we are speaking about exchanging identities. Bring him the best robe. I, I taught on this three, four Sundays ago. He said, quick, bring me the best robe, my very own robe, and I will place it on his shoulders. Bring me the ring, the seal of sonship, and I will put it on his finger and bring out the best shoes you can find for my son. Let's prepare a great feast and celebrate. Let's prepare a great feast. Why? Because he once was dead, but then he caught that drum. He caught the rhythm. And when he caught that rhythm, he could not care less who is seeing, watching, observing him because he was in flow with me. You know what's busy happening in my spirit? I can't say I've mastered it, but I've, I've started to catch a rhythm of God's heart. And it is busy burning within me an ultimate desire to say, Lord, I want this and I want more of this. I want to see you. I want to know that you are there. I want to see the word in action. I know that God is the healer of any sickness, of any disease. I know He's the restorer of life itself. He even brings people back from death. I've seen it in my life. And you know what? Mike Bickle makes this statement. He says, all of God's judgments are aimed at what interferes with love. All of God's judgments are aimed at with what interferes with your beloved identity. All of God's judgments, the reason why God comes and judge, God does not come and judge you. He comes and puts judgment on that which is interfering between you and His love. When I heard that statement, I was so overwhelmed. I thought to myself, Lord, do you want to tell me, Lord, that you can love me so much that you will put your judgment on anything that comes in between us. Well, you know what that tells me? He's jealous for me. 
His zeal for me, He would not let me go. Oh no, I never let go. Oh no, I never let go. Every high and every low. Yes, man, Owens. I want to tell you, all of God's judgments are aimed at what interferes with your love life between Him. Now I can tell how I can make this statement more clearer to you. I'll, I'll take on any guy of any size and any amount of money in his bank if he comes and touches my wife. Amen? I say, kop afrikou. Pastoor of the knee. Wie weet wat ek sê? I will rip his head off. I'll break, break every bone in his body and I'll not even feel guilty. I, I will not be so polite as Peter just cutting off a ear. Kry oor. This is what the Max Gang do. I'll, I'll, I'll put him to shreds because I love her with all my life. You know what, what God is saying? And you know why I, I've got people saying to me, why do you speak so much about your marriage? It's good to make a public confession because every time I'll make that statement, you'll come and keep me accountable if I don't do it. Who come like your vrouw is what they like? Who come as your vrouw hard said? Who come het jy dit genoem? I'm making myself accountable in that area. Why? Because if my, my words and action doesn't mean anything, I've disproven and disqualified myself. Doesn't mean I'm not going to heaven. I've got a desire to be pleasing to God because it's His direct reflection of His goodness towards the church. Amen? But that is what for me what geskyed. Make this one work. Stand up, be a man. Choose your love, love your choice. Stick through. When I've heard this statement, when Mike Bickle made this statement, I thought to myself, Lord, I really need to get into this. I really need to understand this. Romans 2 verse 4 says, Do the riches of His extraordinary kindness make you take Him for granted and despise Him? So, one of the things that the Lord spoke to me during the, the past time, as we were in Cape Town and we were spending time with these friends of us, I, I felt God's kindness upon us. They were so um, generous and they were taking us to an olive farm and to, to this um, nice darling sweets and all, also to a, a wine farm. And we were spending time together just celebrating one another. And um, they did it to treat me for my 40th birthday that, that I had the other day. And listen here, do the riches of his extraordinary kindness make you take him for granted and despise him? Haven't you experienced how kind and understanding he has been to you? Don't mistake his tolerance for acceptance. Okay? So, here Paul is speaking to a crowd, and specifically to a Jewish crowd, and he's say, saying to them, don't think that his tolerance towards your sin is acceptance of it. Do you realize that all the wealth of his extravagant kindness is meant to melt your heart and lead you into repentance? Man, you know what he's saying here? He's saying his extravagant, his extravagant kindness is meant to melt your heart. It's when you take a candle and you put it right in, on top of a fire. 
You don't need the light, but you can put it, go, go and put that candle on top of that fire and you'll see how it melts into it. And the flame that comes from it is more consuming. Amen? And what he's saying that here is he, he, he wants you to come into the place where you are so confessed and saturated with his presence and his love that you can't help yourself Wie, wie verstaan vanochtend wat ek hierby bedoel? Wie verstaan dat God jou wil uit amper half so, so wil nader, sy kindness op jou so nader wil, wil bring? It's not, it's not only that he tolerates it. It's, he's not accepting it, but in his tolerance towards it, he's so kind that he will bring you so close into his intimacy that he's not there to hurt or to harm you, but that he will lift you up so that you can repent come into this repentance, into this unity. Repentance is always for the unit, for, for unity's sake. People will say to me, Matthias, why do we need to repent if we are forgiven? Who, who knows that we are forgiven? We have been forgiven 2,000 years ago. You can't be forgiven. And my friend always says, when we were young, how jammer will you be? It must have said jammer. Jammer is jammer. It can't be jammer, it's jammer. As I say, I feel not right now. Who knows what I'm talking En dan doen ek die saafde met daar, en sê ek vir, kan jy my soen? Dan gees my syke stuive lippe. Dan sê ek vir, ons kan nie versoen nie, ons kan nie soen nie, so het beteken ons is nog nie recht nie. So repentance is always to get the hearts to feel secure. Amen? Repentance in this season has nothing to do with the fact that God has forgiven you. It has to do with the fact that you can come and draw close to Him and become intimate because you had the ability to say, Lord, man, this is, I'm bringing this into the light. This is some of the things that you need to come and judge that comes between us. Come and take control over this area in my life that is so hurtful that I give it and I sacrifice it towards you, knowing that your aim is not there to hurt me, but to get me in a perfect unity with you. Are you getting me? Can I go amen, cry? Galatians 3 verse 10 say, But if you choose to live in bondage under the legalistic rule of religion, if you choose to live in a bondage under the legalistic rule of religion, you live under the law's curse. Who knows that legalism is a curse? Amen. Can we agree on that this morning? If you are legalistic, you're getting yourself to, to, to look at the speckle in someone in someone else's eye and not seeing their own bulk. What is a bulk in Engels? Beam in, in, in your own eyes. For if it is, it's clearly written, utterly cursed is everyone who fails to participate every detail and requirement that is written in the law. For the scripture reveal, and it is obvious that no one achieves the righteousness of God by attempting to keep the law. For it is written, those who have been made holy will live by faith. Those who have been made holy will live by faith. I want to tell you the only way to draw close to God is in, through faith. Because if you have to look at your own life and what you are doing at this stage in time, you will always have an excuse not to go close. You will not approach the mountain just like the Israelites because you feel guilty, condemned, and there might just be this one thing that disqualifies you. 
And here's the thing, you don't need 10 things. You only need to lie once to be a liar, and rape once to be a rapist, and kill once to be a killer. So what have you been labeled by according to the law? You see, so the thing is, when I come to God, I say, Lord, thank God that I'm not coming to God with my old identity, with that filthy rags, because my best of things that I've done doesn't qualify me in front of you. So I come to you with an open and clear conscience, knowing that the price has been paid and everything has been made well between us. So that gives me the ability to stand up and to, to call something that I'm not and declare what I am now. I once was weak, but now I'm strong. I once was sick, but Father, in Jesus' name, I'm healed. Lord, I once was dead, but now I'm alive. Amen? There's something that happens when you understand the exchange of identity through what He has done. And everything has been obtained by the cross. He's paid the full price for me and for you. Amen? Listen here. For the scripture reveals, and it's obvious that no one, um, okay, verse 12, but keeping the law does not require faith, but self-effort. For the law teaches, if you practice the principles of the law, you must follow all of them. So what he's just saying, you can't just be an 80% good Christian. If you come in the law, you need to be able to do it 100%. And it does not mean that you should not give your 80%. That is what Paul just said earlier when he said, don't mistake his tolerance for acceptance. Amen? That's why he's saying, you come with your 80% and you say, Lord, you're going to help me to improve. But I come in and I repent and I declare and I come in agreement with what you have called me to be. Amen? So all of a sudden there's an exchange of who I used to be into who I am now. But keeping the law does not require faith. Okay, verse 13. Yet Christ paid the full price to set us free from the curse of the law. He absorbed it completely as He became a curse in our place. Isn't that magnificent? He absorbed, He took all our sins and, and He took it into Him. He paid the full price. He recognized and he went and he said, Dad, I'm taking this guilt upon me. Give me the punishment and the punishment for sin is death. Amen. He bled himself empty in the garden of Gethsemane in giving himself, giving his all. And here, for it is written, everyone who hang upon a tree is, is um, doubly cursed. Jesus, our Messiah, was cursed in our place. And in so doing, dissolve the curse from our lives so that all the blessings of Abraham can be poured out upon um, even non-Jewish believers. And now God gives us the promise of the wonderful Holy Spirit who lives within us when we believe in Him. Just quickly, let's just pause for a moment. So he's making two, he has two statements which is very important for us. He's saying... Because Christ took and He absorbed all of our shortcomings, Jesus is giving us, literally, He's giving us the blessing of Abraham. Even to the non-believers, to the non-Jews. He's given us this blessing of Abraham and here, and then we have received 
the wonderful Holy Spirit who lives within us when we believe in Him. In Ephesians 2.13 it says we've been sealed with the promised Holy Spirit. You know what? It means that God is within us. The fullness of God is dwelling within me. It is making me to, that is grace, so by the way. Because it gives me the supernatural ability to achieve that which otherwise could not be obtained. To do that which was previously impossible for me to do. And to step out. Why? Because there's an exchange of identity. Do we get it? There's an exchange of His goodness and His loving kindness that has led me into repentance. Galatians 5.16 As you yield freely and fully to the dynamic life and the power of the Holy Spirit, you will abandon the cravings of your self-life. Okay, so let's just quickly think about this. As you yield freely and fully to the dynamic life and power of the Holy Spirit, you will abandon. So one of the things that the Lord has been speaking to me, He's saying to me, Matthias, stop having excuses in this area because I'm giving you the ability to abandon it. I'm giving you the strength to say no to those things, which in the past was controlling you by your nature. But now I've got a new nature in me, don't I? Kijk, alles het niet. Alles het niet geword. Amen? Listen here. For your self-life craves the things that offend the Holy Spirit and hinder Him from living free within you. So your self-life is hindering. With other words, as ek my vlees mens lewe, the life craves the things that offends the Holy Spirit and hinders Him from living free within you. With other words, who knows that God is a gentleman? He's always been a gentleman. Amen? Can I get an amen? He's always been a gentleman. And if I live in myself or my previous nature, I will keep on offending the Holy Spirit. That's what this, this translation is saying. And the Holy Spirit... The Holy Spirit's intense cravings hinder your old self-life from dominating you. So what do we have? We've got two natures that is opposing one another. Reinhard Bonko always said, he said, he's, you've got a white, dog, a white wolf within you and a black wolf within you. And the one that you feed the most is the one that conquers. So now he's speaking about these two diverse natures that has always been within us. Who, who has seen in the past, who's been a Christian for longer than 10 years? And who has seen the old man resurrected before? Okay, I'm the only guy in church. But I don't know why you guys get me to preach if you guys are so holy. Okay, let's try this again. Who has seen the old nature resurrect? With other words, wie tal gevloek as a taxi voor jou inrui? Wie tal jou kind aan die boors gegryp? Okay. Wie die woorshond wat in die huis gepoef het, geskop? Okay, great. Dis waarvan ek praat, ouwens. Da's iets wat kan opstaan. Ek moet nie eens dit sê nie, is mense wat dierenlovers is. Ek was soms met ons die kinders geskop. Sorry, Peter. Okay. And the Holy Spirit, intense cravings hinder your old self. So here's the thing. If, if you crave, remember the other day I read Psalm 27 verse 4, where it says, one thing I have craved, one thing I have seek, to be in your presence. Now he's speaking about the cravings again. 
And what he's saying, whatever you'll crave the most is that which will have the overhand in your life. That is what will have more ability to rule and reign over you. And the interesting thing is this in here. I really believe that God's Holy Spirit within us is so intensifying in this season because where it's darker, the light shines brighter. It's so much clearer and easier to step out. I want to tell you, this is the season of a harvest, people coming into repentance. Those who used to be far has just drawn close. It's come into their reach. The ability has become now so easy because the playing field is so, so totally out of reach for anyone to come in. For enig iemand wat hier sit, wat dink jy dat dier jou eie kracht vermag, of jy so oulik en heilig, man, you've missed the mark so far. The only way you can do it is by His grace and accepting the love and also the comfort of His Spirit that leads us in everything that we do. Amen? Weet jy wat is best om te gebeur? I see people forsaking themselves and saying, Lord, not my will, but let yours be done. Amen? There's a Christ, Christ nature that is being imprinted on me. And it's giving me this, this, this hunger and this thirst to step up and to go on. Listen here. So then the two incompatible com, um, and conflicting forces within you are, are, are yourself, are your self-life of the flesh and the new creation life of the spirit. Verse 18. But when you are brought into the full freedom of the spirit of grace... You will no longer be living under the dominion of the law, but soaring above it. Remember when we started off, I, I spoke about soaring like the eagle. So how do we get into to this? Is to come into the full freedom of the spirit of grace. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. I believe that as we preach to people, not down to them, but we preach up and we recall their righteousness out of them, that people will easily leave drugs, that people will move out of prostitution, that people will leave their old identities coming into their God-given destiny and call and following in His footsteps. That's why Paul says, follow me as I follow Christ. Follow, walk in the same footsteps that you see me walking when I follow him. But if you see I, I di diverse from the road, don't follow me. Follow me as I follow Christ. Does it make sense? Listen here, verse 19. The cravings of the self-life are obvious. Sexual immorality, lustful thoughts, pornography, chasing of the things instead of God. Who is chasing anything that's not God? Man, I was chasing. I, I, can, I can just be honest about it. A year ago, I was chasing Bitcoin. Marlene had not for me. You'll get saved. She was laughing for me, and I, I got Peter on the bandwagon. <laughs> saying, yes, Peter, he's just a Bitcoin. That's the new answer. It's, Naas die koninkrijk van God is, it's not something that I believe. Man, how do you even put something next to God? You know how I felt, how I've, I had to go and sit and repent. You know what? The most difficult part of it was to walk out out of my self-condemnation. Out of the place where you continually beat yourself up. It's easy for me to forgive anyone else, but it's so hard for me to forgive myself. It's so hard to stand up, up out of that disappointment because I did know better. And I 
I still missed it. You know what the Lord told me? He said, just for a little while, you took your eyes off me and you saw something which you thought had the same impact. But now that you know, you will never look to that road again. I tell you, I can't chase after those things. I don't care about those things anymore. I've asked the Lord, Lord, please remove it. And it's not that I, I'm not even going to go and speak over the in investments or stuff like that. But what I really believe is that the kingdom of God is so far advancing that we need to keep our eyes on Him and Him alone. Listen here. Chasing after things instead of God, manipulating others, hatred of those who get in your way, senseless arguments, resentments when others are favored. Who has felt it? A resentment for someone else. Myself and Cuddy were speaking the other day. There's people sometimes that's jealous because I'm going to visit friends and they can't see the, the value of it. Weet jylle dat die interactie tussen mekaar is een van die belangrijkste dinge wat ons het? Amen? Wie weet dat bronkospreid is, ons het betekent so bykie klein mannetjes in droom in die dorp. Amen? Lekker lach hulle, kom hier van die dorp af nie. Jylle het so pas ons allemaal gejudged, nee. Ek love it. Resentment when others are favored. Temper tantrums. Vloermoere. Wie van jylle krij dit? Wie tal sy braai broeikie geskop? Ok, ek het vrachtig, hy sal, as ek vir hom hier die maaik gees, sal hy nie ophou praat oor die braai broeikie skopperij nie. Luister mooi, senseless arguments, resentments, when others are favorite, tempers, tantrums, angry quarrels, only thinking of yourself, being in love with your own opinions. Man, weet jy hoeveel ouwens is in love? Mr. Malema is in love with his own opinion. Amen? En die DA ook. They believe their opinion. And I want to tell you, it's the same bird. Two different wings. I mean, we're standing now, we need to register. And I, I really believe people need to vote. I'm going to vote just for the Christian party, not even that I think they're going to make a turn. But at least I'm voting for something in the church. Amen? But I mean, I can't even for the DA stem, it's pro-abortion. I get a kind gevat, and I'm anti-abortion. I can't even my system. So, same thing. The one has a hatred for babies, the other one has a hatred for colored people. And they don't even like me and I'm a colored. Amen? Being envious of the blessing of others, murder, uncontrolled um, addictions. Oh, and see the uncontrolled addictions. It's in that cat, heroin. It's not only physical drugs. This uncontrolled addictions is porn. I want to tell you, if you're struggling in the area, you're addicted to porn, it's nothing different. To gambling, it's nothing different than any other person's addiction. Amen? If you're addicted to, to your own opinion, your self-love, it's just as bad. If you're self-consumed, wild parties, and all the other similar behaviors haven't already warned you that those who use their freedom for these things will not inherit the, the, the kingdom realm of God. And these people are still being, being called by their old self and by their old nature. This is not us. Amen? I want to tell you, 
in heaven will be surprised because Jesus makes a statement. He says, Jy gaan eendag verbaasd is in die hemel kom en jy sien die tollenaar en die prostitie daar. Amen. I want to tell you, there's people going to heaven that we don't think are going. Some of us might even miss it out because we think we are saved but we've never given our lives to the Lord. I'm, I'm concluding. Almost there. Ach, waarde wetter is ons nou. But, but the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love. The fruit produced within you is divine love in all its varied expressions. And now it's going to show us what divine love looks like. Okay? The first thing is joy that overflows. Man, guys, I want to tell you, we did not have joy that overflows this morning. I did not get anyone that danced and they lose their clothes this morning. That's what David did. And his wife was looking towards him, thinking to, 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 to herself, man, he's nothing like my dad. My dad was a real king. This guy was looking after sheep and he just got the promotion. And everyone is following the fool. No. He was so anointed by God that he couldn't care less if he danced himself out of his clothes. Amen. I want to tell you that through revival, we're going to get uncomfortable. You're going to see how religious we are if through revival hits us. In the real sense, when there's a renewal and people start dancing, and the old one begins dancing, the next one is also a brothers, and I don't know what a brothers, and all treaties, and I don't know what a titus, and what ook al weg nie. We're going to see revival one of these days. I tell you, because I'm expecting God for these things to flow and to happen. Listen here. Um, in its joy that overflows. Woohoo! You know, peace that subdues. What? Denk net hierdie, hier kom hierdie vrede in, wat nie net alle verstande boven gaan nie, maar het smoor elke argument. Imagine this peace comes into the building. Imagine you want to lose the argument and win the person in, when you're married. Imagine you want to have, have so much love for the person next to you that is walking Hy het homself kom met, dame, gee dit vir die man langs, jy sê van flip het, jy is hot. Jy beter het nou sê. <laughs> ok, sê dit vir die ouwe het langs, heerlijkheid, jy is a freaking stallion baby. Ok, en dis nodig, why? Because, weet jylle wat, die bybel sê, ek weet, hy moet jy beklui, want jy is laat op pad kerk, nie, maar die bybel sê, wanneer jy so iets sê, is dit so skool op sy kop. Amen? Weet met jy geraas op pad kerk? Ok, Resuit raas God. Dankie vir die eerlijkheid raas, daar is vrede in jou huis. Ok, luister hier so. A peace that subdues, patience that endures. It's not being patient once, buit jou binnenlip, papa. Ek het al die lip vir my gebuit, dan sit ek in die kar, dan denk ek myself, ek gaan nou die hoeter druk. Dan denk ek, denk ek myself, jyre, help my. Dan buit ek op die binnenlip vir my, 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 my baie keer sê, ek beklui nie so baie, dan sê dit my, ek buit my binnenlip so baie. My sien sê die selfde. Patience that endures. Kindness in action. Guys, kindness means nothing unless you put action into it. And that's why I'm reading this translation because I want you to understand something. It's kindness in action. A life full of virtue. It's a life full of passion, man. Full of ideals. I want to tell you, if you don't have virtue towards your children, you are missing 
a very big part of something that is so, 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 so true to their identity. You need to have it. Faith that prevails. Not only saying I have faith. Faith that prevails. Gentleness of heart and strength of spirit. Never set the law above these qualities. So every time, you know what? His mercy triumph over his judgments. Every time I get into a situation, I always ask, I say, Lord, what is your heart in this? What, how would you do this? Wie die baankies gedra? Die, wat wil jy drink baankies? As jy by die kroeg staan, dan stik jy arm op, al weer die ons, en sê, kook. Amen? Dit was nie, wat wil jy drink baankies? Dit is, wat wil Jesus doen? Baankies. Amen? Dit is met my kerk, mens is confused. Dit is net die ouds wat die stoep uithang, wat nou weet waarvan ek praat. <laughs> Listen here. Never set the law above these qualities, for they are meant to be limitless. Keep in mind that we who belong to Jesus, the anointed one, have already experienced crucifixion for everything connected with our old self. Now I want to tell you, the only reason because we fall back into this old nature of us is because we've given that guy a stronghold in our, ha- in our head. So what the man think? So Your old nature has been crucified with Christ. You have laid that man down. And you can come against that man at any time. And the very, the very moment or second you start to refuse that old will and that old desires, by rejecting it by the power of the cross, you will experience the breakthrough that you've been struggling to obtain all your life. Akofia say, here is the season for the homosexual. Because the onslaught is on the, the, the people in the homosexual area, there's going to be breakthroughs like crazy in the church. Open up the doors. You know what Billy Graham did? He was preaching in the church, and the, the pastor comes and he says, Pastor Billy, what should we do? They are smoking pot at the back of the church. They're burning our carpets. He says, take out the carpets. Take out why? Because it's better they let them smoke and hear the message than not hear the message at all. I want to say to you, get ready. And when they come in, you keep your eyes from judging. Um, for everything connected with your old self life has been put to death on the cross and crucified with the Messiah. We must live in the Holy Spirit and follow after Him. So may we never be arrogant or look down on another, for each of us is an original. We must forsake all jealousy that diminishes the value of others. You know how many people have felt belittled by people in church? I'm so ashamed. I said to the Lord, Lord, how many times? I said to the Lord, I said, yes, I said, I said, I said, I said, I said, I Ek het nie gedink, ouwens voel so makkelijk sensitief oor, soos as ek is daar gesê. Ek weet, die oude ou dog, ek sê, hy is on, ontreed. En weet jy wat, ek sê vir die heren, heren, help my, help my met dit. Because the church has had so long an opinion about people that we forgot what Jesus' opinion about them was. So I'm asking the Lord, Lord, please do something new in my heart. 1 Peter 1.22, and I'm really concluding, now because of your obedience to the truth, you have purified your very souls. I'm purified. I like him as his bronco spray, dam water, and I like his reverse osmosis water. 
And this empowers you to be full of love for your fellow believers. Isn't that nice? You know what? Because you are purified, you can show grace and love. So express this sincere love towards one another passionately and with a pure heart. For through the eternal and living word of God, you have been born again. And this seed that he planted within you can never be destroyed, but will live and grow inside of you forever. The seed, sower went out and he threw the seed. And you know what? This seed fell on good soil and it brought forth 30, 60 and 100 fold in our lives. I want to tell you, as we have taken the word into our hearts, we don't need to fear to misstep. We need to fear not to be in his beloved identity. What does that even mean? Ek of jy sê, ek vrees nie meer of hy my aanvaard nie. Ek is accepted. Hy laaf my met al my foute. En daar is niks wat ek kan doen, wat om sy mind sal laat verander oor my nie. So what do I believe? I believe that as I draw closer, in looking into his heart and, and seeing what his heart is for me, I've got the grace to see it for you. I've got the ability to understand. You know what's the problem with the message that I'm preaching? Bill Johnson says it best. He says, the truth I needed the most was in the doctrine I feared the most. The truth that we need the most is in the doctrine we fear the most. You know what's the doctrine that the church fears the most? That you are so loved. That God loves you so much. That God has given everything and nothing will be able to separate you from that. What does that mean for us in this season? It means that God is going to do something so significant. So significant. Luke 18 verse 35, and Jesus and his followers arrived in Jericho. There was a blind beggar sitting on the roadside. And when he heard the crowd approaching, he asked, what's all this commotion about? This is the blind beggar. Ne? It's Jesus, they say. Jesus, the Nazarene, is passing by. The circus has come to town. That's what they say. The healer has come to town. The Nazarener. He had not seen as the Son of God. The blind beggar shouted, Jesus, son of David, have pity and show mercy. Jesus, son of David, have pity and show mercy. And he was continually shouting out. And he was annoying the people in the church. I want to tell you that people are going to run into church and they're going to shout and you're going to be so uncomfortable. Amen. That's what's going to happen when, when this revival that we're talking about is breaking through. Listen here. Those who were in the front of the crowd scolded him and warned him to be quiet. But the blind beggar screamed out even louder, Jesus, son of David, show mercy on me. You know what the church does when people get out of their place? We put them back in their place. As die kinderkies na Jesus toe kom, we keep them from Jesus. We feel so uncomfortable with somebody that's got a great desire for a touch of God that we will rather silence them than pull them closer. Thank you, son. And listen here. It is Jesus, they said. It is the Savior, they said. 
And when he heard the message, he believed. The Bible says in Romans that everyone um, who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. He was a believer and he could not even see it. But he believed in the one who is, was, and who will be. And on the basis of what he heard, he responded. And he couldn't care less of what anyone else thought in church. He wasn't caring about his family's opinions. He wasn't caring about the church's favorite doctrine, opinion. He was shouting towards his Jesus. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Now I want to ask you, have you called on the mercy seat? The mercy seat is the most holy place in all of the world. And he's still seated on it. I want to tell you that's the symbolism. It's the epic. It's the, it's, it's the very epic of God's love. Listen here, verse 40. And suddenly Jesus stopped and he told those nearby, Bring the man over to me. And when they brought him before Jesus, he asked the man, What is it what you want, what want me to do for you? And Lord, he said, Please, I want to see again. And the reason why I'm using this is because I once was blind. And I can tell you for only a few months I've been seeing again. I was blinded by the religious system that has placed a veil over my eyes. And I could not see. I would rather judge than love. You know what Jesus did? He asked him the question, what is the area of your need? My need is not for more money. It is, Lord, to do your will. It's to see your healing come into people. And I want to tell you, if you leap out and jump out and, and chase after God, He will meet you in that area of need and in your brokenness. He will come and touch that area which mostly needs Him in this season. Just don't stay quiet. Don't be tamed by what people want to do with you and how they are teaching you and how people are saying to you, you need to be restricted and you need to be ordinary. You know what, what needs to happen? There needs to be a revival that's happening and it will only happen once we open our mouths and we believe it. The order wacht vir jylle om op te staan. You can't be a hearer of the word. That's what the second son that he was a hearer, but he didn't go and do. The first son was the one who went and did exactly what the father asked him. What did the father ask him? Go into my vineyard. Go into my vineyard. You know what's the greatest call that God can call you into? It's not to be the richest guy on the block. It's to go into his vineyard, to tell people to attend to the vineyard, to look after his belonging. He's the vine dresser. We are the vine. How is it that we have missed it for so long? And listen here, how Jesus said, please, I want to see, the, the guy says, please, I want to see again. And Jesus said, now you will see, receive your sight this moment, for your faith in me has given you the sight and new life. You won't only get your eyesight back, but you'll have a new life. I want to ask you, how hungry are we for God? How hungry are we for I, I, I know that the system has told us. I told you, I'm not going to have church for one hour and 15 minutes anymore. I'm not going to preach to the point where I make people comfortable because I want to see a breakthrough of God. And I know we don't need to take a lot of time to do it. But we have come into such a system that there's no room for the Holy Spirit. I want to be open to say, Lord, 
ek wil vir jou sê, weet jy wat is een begeerd maat, ek sit nou jy ek sê vir Carly, en ek vandag vir jou liekie speel, en ek gaan al die tradiesie uit jou uitdruk, ek wil kom sien dat ouwens, jy kan op een dansvloer gaan dans, by een trouw, maar ons dans in die kerk nie, what happened to the church, where is the desire of the church, and I know we will lose people, and I don't, here's the thing, I would rather gain him, and lose the whole world, amen, I've got a hunger within me, to see the fullness of God, Nou dacht die Tanny, Marleen voor en toe hart op en kom dans. Hier so kom om roof achter, hy kom dans. Where was the rest of the church? Where was the rest of the church? You know why? Because the eyes of God is looking through and forth upon the earth for those people whose hearts are so into him. Lord, here am I. Use me. I don't care about my lips. Lord, I'm not going to have any excuse. Here am I. Use me. Listen here. And Jesus said, now you will see, receive your sight. And at this moment, for your faith, um, for your faith in me has given you your sight and new life. Instantly he could see again. That was not the biggest reward. His eyes popped open and he saw Jesus. And he shouted loud praises to God. And he followed Jesus. And when the crowd saw what had happened, they too erupted with shouts of praise to God. Know what is going to happen? We need one miracle in a person's life. And I want to tell you, I've got a whole couch here in front of the most significant miracles. You need to make time to have coffee and to hear what God is doing in their lives. You need to spend time and say, Lord, I need to receive what you are doing. Because something happens when someone shouts out, Hy was nou net die ou wat allemaal probeer keer het, nou sê die ou wat allemaal volg. I want to say to you that this is the season where people will follow you because of your passion. They will follow you not because of what you know, because of what you encountered. Ons sê op ons, op ons dingie by Acts 29, worship, encounter, connect, volunteer, reach. The thing is culture is not caught, taught, it's caught. It's something that you need to catch. And you need to worship with your whole heart. En weet jylle wat het ek achtergekom, dat worship, ek was so religious, dat ek net op kerkliekies, ek het een sikulare lewe, en ek het een contemporaire lewe, en ek het een christelike lewe. And then I'm worshiping God. The other day, I was listening to Brendan Piper, and I had an anointing like I've never felt in church. And I experienced God saying to me, because alles is vir hom, tot hom en dier hom. Everything is for him. You know what? He was singing this song and something happened within my spirit where I felt God saying to me, Ek is op jou spoor. Ek is op jou spoor. Amen? Man. So, Owens, ek gaan die dansbaan oopmaak. Ek soek my vrou, ek dan nie voorbereid nie. <laughs> Vir die wat wil saam dans, jylle is welkom om saam te dans. Ek weet, het is so ontraditioneel om in die kerk te kom dans en op Afrikaanse boeremusiek. My man, God forbid that we sit still when God is in our midst. Amen? Sit for my eyes song up. Amen. For you who don't what Saki Saki is, now you can learn. You can do your own moves now. Eric, I'm going to go to the 
Zij is verlief op mij, maar is nou voorbij. Die zon het lage zak, en die wolken kom ze tegen hier aan. Van mijn gekweeste hart. Hier kom ik donder weer. Ik kan dit niet keer. Gaan al jou immers mijn tenske water om dit meer te meen. En veel mijn kraken toe. Ja, ik is op jouw spoor. Op jouw spoor. Ik kan jou niet verloor. Nie. Zo samen leven bouwen, dus waarvoor ik bed voor jou, ik bed voor jou. Is daar nog hoop voor mij? Waar ga ik jou kan krijgen? Die scoort dit lage klap in al wat zitten ze sporen die zand. Hoe het ons hier? Ja, ik is op jouw spoor, op jouw spoor, ik kan jou niet verloren, jou niet verloren, elke traan wat jij afveert, mij mij niet weer nader aan jou. Ja, ik is op jouw spoor, op jouw spoor, ik kan jou niet verloren, jou niet verloren, dat is het plek in mijn hart speciaal niet voor jou. volgende noem ek, ek sit met die song en ek luister om en ek ek weet dit is een wereldse interpretatie en weet jy wat hoor ek wat die heren vir my sê ek is so op jou spoor Matthijs ek is so achter jou aan soos bloed soos jy vir my, amen weet jy dat ons iets omdat ons 
die Jere uitgedrukt, die Bijbel sê ken om in al je weer. En hij zal je paar gelijk maken. Ik ken om om mijn bruifleis vier. Ik ken om in mijn slaapkamer. Ik ken om in mijn seks. Ik ken om in elke lieve facet van mijn leven. En ik kies om om eerst te zitten in elke een van die. Weet je wat is die mooie ding wat Jere bezig is om te restore? Hij is bezig om first love in die kerk weer terug te zetten. Weet jij? Wat is dit wat ik in jou weet? Is dat je jouw eerste liefde verloor. Weet je wat is die excitement dat ons hart moet wees? Weet je wat love ik? Als het volgende keer zo'n so session het. Ik laat je luid. Ik was geen verlaande klap. Dat is zo so freaking awesome. Sean, well done man. And you know why? Because I believe we're going into a season waar ons so hard kan worship en ons kan dan net so lekker saam dans. Weet julle wat, ek het op een tyd ouwejaars aan die gesit en had ek hierdie great tyd saam met die heren. Dan stap ek in en denk myself, jy sê dat die party oor kan klink freaking lekker. En ek praat nie van die dronk en die losbandigheid of dit nie. But you know what's gonna draw the church back? What's gonna bring people back? It's our love for Christ. It's when we're in that place where we are so usable and so hungry and so sold out with such a great desire for His intense presence that we could not keep our eyes off Him. Hierdie woord die seisoen waar die wat verloore is, sê ons is gevind. Vir die wat stikkend is, wat sê ons is gezond. Vir die wat niks het om te sê, we have gained the world. This is the season of His great love towards us. Wat probeer ek daarby sê? Yes man, ek wil jou invite om saam met my op hierdie journey te gaan om om te vind, om jou etenstafel in jou tv-kamer en elke lieve ding een worship te maak. Ek sit so nou, want ek en Eiden, ons kyk teiken, movie teiken. Ek sit, ek sê, jyre, ek voel so loved. Ek het so great tijd van my sien. Ek het herleving met my sien. Die Bijbel sê wat twee of meer in my naam is, daar is hy in ons midde. En ons kyk hierdie story, en ek het die ervaring nie net van om pa te wees, maar ek het die ervaring met my sien en met Jesus in die vertrek. En ek is so dankbaar, want ek sê, ek het hom nog net vir die rikkie. Dan sê het my huis uit. En die ding in my hart om te dink, dat ek nie die type tye weer gaan kan heen, nie. I want to cherish it. En weet jy wat, ons het die mense geleer in die kerk, dat weet jy wat, wanneer ons goed doen, is dit afweesigheid van dit hier en dis waar ons het kry. Weet jy wat doen die Heere weer in my hart? Hy doen die ding in my hart om te sê, Matthijs, ek soek jou op elke vlak. Uitverkoop honger en dors vir my gerechtigheid. How will we know? So when you've got a legacy, when you've got legacy, legacy, ek sê vir die, ek sê met die pastoorsvriend met my die kap, ek sê vir die grootste aantlag tegen die kerk is, as jy is my gemeentelede. Nee, as ek hier uitstap, is die oupie straat ook my gemeente lid. Dis jou hele area waarvoor jy verantwoordelik is. Die ou in die dorp wat staan in Beerl, die ou wat Karel pas, is ons gemeente. En daarvoor het ons die, the whole body working as one, joint together working as one. Dis wanneer jy gaan sit in jy preek vanmiddag, gaan koop een extra bord koos en wees generous na iemand toe. En vertel hulle dat hy is op sy spoor. Hy hoef jy vandag sy hart vir die heren te gee en hy moet net weet dat hy is op sy spoor en hy gaan jou Jy gaan om nie verloor nie. Maak het sin. Sit het vir my hand op jou hart. 
Heere David skryf, Heere verkoop my siel, verkoop my siel weer vir Jesus. Lord, just restore in me the desire of your first love. Lord, put in us the passion which is eagerly expecting the fullness of your spirit. Thank you, Lord, that there is so much more to gain in the kingdom of God. Lord, open our eyes for opportunities and to be a message unto those who feel lost. In Jesus' mighty name. Ondoun het dat hy is op jou spoor. Amen. Seen jou vanochtend by die keer van sy seening. As jy enigszins siekte in jou lichaam het, kan ek sien as jy iemand met siekte, anyone that is sick, sickness, Paul, wil jy met jou hand van opsteek, want ek weet wat jou situasie is, en ek lief jou, en ek gaan vir jou altyd bly bid, steek vir jou hand op, you don't keep, you don't keep your hand down in times like this. Enige siekte, enige middeloorontstekings, sienisse, steek vir jou hand op, ok, nou wil ek vir iemand die naastaan en vraag, as jy nie syk is nie, dan sê die bybel, ons sal ons hand op die syk is, en dan sal gesond word, net iemand, net stik het jou hand op, kom ons leen het ons hand, stik het ons hand uit, as iemand te ver vir jou is, as jy nabij is, stik het van jou hand uit na iemand toe. Heere, ons kom vanochtend, in die naam van Jesus, en daar noem jy, sê die syk te, noem hom op die naam, jou pijn noem jy op jou, op sy naam. Heere, in die naam van Jesus, en net onder die kooperatieve sal, bid ons vir siekes, en omdat ons weet, jyre, jy ons hier ontmoet, verklaar ons, jyltemal geneesing, geneesing, geneesing in Jesus naam, be healed, jyre, ons noep geneesing, in Jesus naam, in Jesus naam, in Jesus naam, be healed, beloved, in Jesus naam, Jesus name let's stay minutes so much in it thank you Jesus that he may unrock in Jesus name